Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. We have a good God. Amen. We say that all the time, but it's true. He is such a good God. You know, He's created you. He, he's got a plan for your entire life. And of course, He sent Jesus to die on that cross for your sins. He saw that you couldn't save yourself. So He sent Jesus to take all the sin upon Himself, the wrath against sin He took upon Himself so that you could have eternal life. So He is a good God. And the devil will try to convince you He's not but he is so very, very good. And no matter how good you think he is, he's even better than that. He is a loving God who loves you. Praise God. Well, this morning I just want to talk about God speaking to us. You know, God does speak. He wants to speak to all of his children regularly. But can his children hear him? God wants you to hear His voice. He wants to direct your life. But can we hear Him? How, how do you hear God? So that's what we're going to be talking about. How can you hear God? If you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and open up to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, how to hear from God. Praise God. And this is a, a verse you're probably familiar with. You've probably uh, heard this many times. Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. You don't get any stronger language than that. It shall be done. Not that it might be done. What are we talking about? We're talking about asking God, seeking God. So I'm talking about this morning, you can ask God for wisdom, for direction. He will speak to you every single time. We have to have an expectation, first off, that God is going to speak. A lot of people don't hear God because they really have more of a casual relationship with God. You know, they might occasionally talk to Him, but they don't actually expect Him to talk back. But when we need help, when we call out to God, we can ask for His direction and He will give it unto us. Ask, seek, knock. It shall, it, it doesn't get any stronger than that. It shall be given unto you. God will speak to you. I've seen so many Christians in their lives, they're, they're facing difficult uh, decisions in their life. And, and, they, and they've got the God that knows all things. They've got the Holy God, the Holy Spirit inside of them. And if they could just hear God, if they could just tune into God, they can have the right direction that they need to go. Hallelujah. And God loves you. When God tells you something, He's going to tell you something that's going to help you, that's going to bless you. He's going to tell you something that you can absolutely be sure is the right direction. But people don't tune into God. It, it's sort of like, you know, there's, you, you don't see it, but there's, there's uh, television waves flying through the air, or radio waves, and, and they're all over this room, but you can't see them. What do you need? You need a receiver. You need to tune in. Just because, uh, you know, you don't hear them doesn't mean that they're not there. 
God is speaking to his children. If you're a born-again child of God, God dwells in your spirit. His spirit dwells in your spirit. You are united in one with him. Praise God. Understand, you, you know, you're a spirit, you're a soul, you're a body, you're, you're a three-part being. And God dwells in the innermost part of you, your spirit. God is spirit, it says over there in John chapter 4. So how does he relate to us? Well, he relates to us spiritually. You know, I've heard Christians say, well, I didn't, I've never heard God talk. Well, that's because he's spirit. He speaks from, he is spirit, from his spirit to our spirit. So trying to hear him with our ears isn't going to work. He, he generally doesn't do that. Okay? He, he, he's, he's not physically here. Now, if Jesus was physically here, then he could talk and you could hear him. We have his words recorded, of course, because they heard him talking. They heard him speaking. His words are in red in the authorized version. But now that Jesus is not here, we're not going to hear him with our physical ears. The primary way he leads us is by his spirit in, inside of us, in our spirit. Jesus says, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Okay? So our problem then is that we spend too much time in the natural, in the, in, in the carnal. In other words, Christians can be too carnal. They're tuned in to all the things of the world, but not tuned in to God. So when it comes time to hear from God, they, they don't have a prayer life. They're not tuned in to God. They can't hear His voice. And many will even say, I've never heard God. When I believe God is speaking all the time, God is speaking to our hearts regularly, trying to guide us, trying to direct us. But if we reject Him, if we're tuned into this world, we're not going to hear Him. If we're tuned into all the junk that's on TV. If, if, what goes through your mind all day? Are, you know, you can become a political junkie. You can become a news junkie. You can become a sports junkie. You can become a, a financial junkie. You can become a, a, all the stuff in the world that you can become an expert at. We should be first and foremost experts at knowing God. He should be on our mind and say, Lord, praise God. Thank you for this day. Just wake up praising God. Just get, in fact, that's the, the best time in my experience in, in hearing God is right when I wake up. I don't have all this stuff about all the stuff I got to do today going through my mind. I'll wake up and I can just hear God so very clearly. I don't know if anybody else experienced that. It's just so easy when you first wake up because it's that transition from being asleep and not having to make any decisions to I haven't made a decision today. Let's praise God. And then God starts speaking. And then what happens? Well, you start getting bombarded with all the stuff you got to do. And you start tuning into uh, all the stuff. And, 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 you know, there's stuff you do have to do. There's responsibilities. You got to take care of your, your body. You got to brush your teeth, comb your hair, take care of your family, take care, go to work, take care of business there, and, and, and all these things that we got to do. So we realize we, gotta, we have a natural life, but we also are to have a spiritual life. We're to build ourselves up spiritually. It says in the book of Jude, how do we build ourselves up? Is praying in the Holy Ghost. In other words, that's praying in the Spirit or with other tongues. That's one of the things the Bible has told us in Acts chapter 2. They all began to speak with other, other, other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So that's how we can develop. One way we can develop ourselves spiritually is praying. And praying in the Holy Spirit. 
Hallelujah. God's given you the Holy Spirit. He's not just there to, to hang out and watch your life. He's there really to take over your life if you'll yield to him, if you'll submit to him. And so again, go back to develop your spiritual life. Now when God speaks, we understand that the first and, and foremost place he speaks is in his written word, the scripture, like we're reading scripture right now, right? Scripture. And thank God for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gave us the word of God, but whenever he speaks to your heart, he's not going to contradict the, the written scripture, right? So if you hear something in your prayer closet that's different than scripture, you, better, you just forget what you heard in your prayer closet. That wasn't God. <clears throat> we understand there's many voices in the world. We have an enemy, the devil, that speaks, and he is the master deceiver. We have our own thoughts that we deal with. We have other people talking to us. There's all kinds of thoughts and ideas running through our mind. And so we have to develop our spirits. We have to develop our prayer life so we can cut through uh, all the junk and say, this was not God, that was not God, but this is God. And because of all these different voices, the devil knows it, that's where we have a hard time discerning the voice of God. So if you don't have a prayer life, when it comes time to hear from God, it's going to be very difficult. Live your life in a, in a state of prayer. In other words, always acknowledge God is here. God hears me when I'm talking to him. And as we read, we can ask and expect and seek God to talk to us too. And, and, and so most, a lot of times I see in, when, you know, we have maybe prayer meetings, some Christians, they do all the talking the entire time. If it's a 30-minute prayer meeting, they talk for 30 minutes to God. If it's an hour, they'll talk the entire hour to God. That tells me they don't actually expect God to talk back. If you're really someone that's in a relationship with someone else, you don't do all the talking, right? You actually expect them to respond and talk back. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a monologue, it's a dialogue. We talk to one another. So there's a time to talk and there's also a time to be quiet. In fact, in my own life, I've, I've really felt a rebuke from the Lord because I used to uh, talk too much. You know, I pray, I speak in tongues, I do too much talking. And, and then it just... Then, then the Holy Ghost quickened to me, if you're in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, are you really going to be doing that much talking? So there's a time also to be quiet. Yes, we need to pray in the Holy Ghost. That's how we tune in. Like I was talking about, you tune in to uh, uh, the, the TV or the radio with a receiver. Well, that's how we tune in to God. That's one way that we tune in to God is praying in the Holy Ghost. So we can, we can put ourselves in a position to hear. And so we want to develop ourselves. You know, um, thank, thank God he has given us the, the written scripture. Thank God he's, he's also placed himself inside of us. Praise God. So we can hear God. We, we, God speaks. We can expect God to speak to us. Now, now we're going through a difficulty. We have to make a big decision. We've got to spend some time in prayer. Now, if you haven't developed your prayer life, it's going, to, it's going to take longer to hear from God. Because what happens when you sit in a time of prayer, you sit down and you get still, and then all these thoughts start running through your head. Oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. And all these problems start weighing on you, and 
Then, oh man, it's cold in here. It's hot in here. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, the, like all this stuff runs through your head and on and on and on and on. It just, it, and so if you've developed yourself in a, in a prayer life, though, you'll say, okay, be quiet. Shut up, body. Shut up, devil. Shut up, problems. I'm tuning into God. I'm praying and hearing from God. And so you start disciplining your mind to cast down all these thoughts that are not from God. And, and you know, maybe it's a problem that you're dealing with. Well, it, it, it would, it's fine to, to go ahead and start seeking God for that problem. And you have to start meditating. Okay, God, I need to hear what's the direction for this problem. And then these thoughts come in from over here, over there. And no, 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 I'm hearing from God. I'm focusing on the voice of God. You know, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. He will lead them. He will guide them. He is the great shepherd. You do hear God. If you're a child of God, you do absolutely hear God. Okay? He, he didn't say you might hear. He didn't even say you occasionally hear. You do hear God. If you seek him, you will find him. Absolute. When you go to prayer asking for direction, you should absolutely expect God to speak and give you direction. We have some problems sometimes because we don't like the direction he tells us. I don't want to go that way. I want, I want it to go this way, Lord. Well, that ain't going to work. He's God. You can't direct the way he tells you to go. But that's, that's sometimes one of the hindrances, you know. We're, we're praying and we hear from God, but we say, oh, no, that wasn't God. That was, that was the devil. I rebuke you, devil. I don't want to hear that. You know, God tells you, you, you need to, sometimes, you know, God has told you what to do in the past. But we want to change direction. We want to go a different direction. And so when God tells us, no, I've already told you what to do, we say, no, I don't want to hear that, you know. So he isn't going to speak to us anymore. Sometimes we don't hear God in prayer because we're in disobedience. That's, that's one, one of the hindrances to, to some people's prayer life is they don't want to hear what he has to say. God, you know, oh, I'm not hearing God. I'm not hearing God. Well, what's the last thing he told you to do? Oh, yeah, like years ago, I, you know, he told me to do that, but I didn't want to do it, so, so that's why you're not hearing God. Obey, obedience. Submit to God. Hallelujah. And that, that will get you back in line, tuned back into the things of God. This morning, I just want to encourage you to, to believe that God will speak. Matthew 7, 7, seek God. He will speak to you. He does desire to give you direction. It says in, uh, uh, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about how he speaks, and then we'll get into how he leads us. And um, we're going to go to First uh, Kings chapter 19. First Kings. If you don't have your Bible, you can look on the screen. You don't have to turn there. First Kings chapter 19, starting at verse 11. So this is, God speaking to his prophet, Elijah. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent or tore the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. Verse 12, and after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. 
This is all the ways we, can, we, we expect God to speak to us sometimes. And this is another, another hindrance, is we're expecting some supernatural, spectacular, booming voice from heaven or something. And, of course, God doesn't do that. And so people say, well, I don't hear from God. No, you do hear from God. If you're a child of God, you hear from God. If you're born again, His Spirit is in you. You do hear from God. It's just not the way you might like it to be. It's not spectacular. Okay? There, there are supernatural and spectacular ways that God speaks to us. You know, in, um, in Acts and in Joel, God says He would pour out His Spirit on His uh, children, and they would prophesy, and they would have dreams and visions. Okay, so that is, and we have examples of that in the Bible. People had dreams and visions, even today, modern day, people have dreams and visions. God can speak to us in those supernatural, spectacular ways. People say, oh, I want an angel to appear. I want, I want, you know, maybe Jesus to appear. I want to, I need this. This is so important. This is so big. I, I need, I need a big one, God. I need you to speak in this spectacular, supernatural way. And that's another reason they miss God. They're seeking the spectacular. You can't dictate the terms in which God speaks to you. He's the one that's God, right? So don't be seeking God for, for dreams and visions and those kinds of things. If he does so, he, let him initiate it. He's the one that initiates it, then receive it if it's, you know. But don't, don't sit there and fold your arms and wait for a vision and wait for a dream or wait for a prophetic utterance. We're not to be led by those things. We're to be led by the Spirit of God. Some people are looking for a man to give them direction. In the Old Testament, a man did give him direction. You know, you couldn't hear from God ever unless you went to the prophet of God. What a privilege to be in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, you know, you'd have to wait for the prophet to come into town, maybe once a year, once a few months or whatever, and then go asking and inquire of, of the prophet of God to hear from God. Or, or, or maybe you had to go find him. But now we have God in us all the time. We don't need to go hear from a man of God. Some people are running around from place to place, from church to church, seeking, oh, I need someone to do a prophecy over me. Just speak a word over me. I need a prophecy. Well, if the Lord should do so, fine. Let him start that. But that's not the way we're to be led. That's not what we're to be seeking. We're not led by prophets. We're not led by prophecy. Prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. But prophecy should confirm something that God has already spoken to you if there is a personal word of prophecy. You won't get a prophecy that says you're to be a missionary to Africa and that's the first time that ever came to your heart when that prophet spoke. No, that prophet don't know what he's talking about. He's crazy. Don't listen to him or her. Prophetess. Forget him. If that hasn't, oh, God says, this prophetess said you're to marry her. It's like, her? I don't even know who she is. I don't even like her. And, and, and they, the prophetess or prophets mix uh, marry, marry people. And, of course, that's, they, their lives are destroyed. You know, they're all messed up. You're not to be led by prophets and prophetesses. They should confirm, if they're a real prophet or prophet, prophetess of God, they would confirm something you already know. God speaks and leads by your spirit. You don't need all these external things. We're, we like these external things because we're carnal. 
Okay? We're, we're looking for something on the outside. We want to hear God with our ears. We want to see something with our eyes. We want someone to tell us direction. But God is spirit. How does he speak to us? Well, it's a lot more quiet and subtle than you might expect. Here in verse 12, and after, after the earthquake, um, I'm sorry, and after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire, a still, small voice. This is the way God speaks to us. In other words, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it every time. And that's the issue. Are we paying attention? It's a still, small voice that 100% of the time, if you're carnal, you'll never hear it. Okay? But if you're developing your, your relationship with God in time in the Word, in time in prayer, praise God, you can tune into the Spirit of God. Praying in the Holy Ghost is another way to tune in. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Is, I start off, you know, enter into His courts with thanksgiving, into, enter into His presence with praise. So I start all my prayers with praises and thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I praise you for what you've done. Thank you for what's going on, for what you're doing in my life, for all your blessings, for Christ and for salvation, and start praising and thanking God. And then I'll, I'll uh, you know, the Bible says to pray with all kinds of prayer. So there's prayers of petition. If I have an issue, I'll, I'll pray about that issue. Lord, I, I, I need help with this situation here. And then I'll pray in the Holy Ghost. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're, you're praying out the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. You're one. You're united with God in spirit, and you can pray out the will of God for your life, or maybe you're praying for somebody else. But then there's a time to just get quiet and let God speak back to you. Praise God. And he speaks on the inside. He's in here. It's not going to be spectacular, usually. It, he can do that, but usually he doesn't. It's going to be a quiet, still, small voice. That you'll miss if you're not paying attention. If you're, and, and this is the thing. Because people are so carnal, like, you know, uh, some, some disaster hits them and they have to make this major decision. Well, they're, they're not, they haven't developed their prayer life. And so they, w when it comes time to pray, they can't get in the spirit. They can't hear God. They, their minds wander all over the place. They're thinking about this, thinking about that. Uh, and then they just give up and walk away and start taking care of business, doing other stuff. Our goal when we pray is to get to that place where we set aside all these things of the world, all the things of the body, all the external things, and just get to a place where we can focus on God. Three things that you need to hear from God is time. Take time. We're too busy. Take the time to do it. Develop a prayer life by doing it every day. But if you have to make a big decision, take extra time. You need effort. In other words, you do have to pray. Okay? And focus. Time, effort, and focus. That's the three areas where I see people missing it as Christians while they don't hear from God. Again, what I'm talking about focus is they don't discipline their thoughts to focus in on hearing God. They let their mind wander all over the place. And then, then they wonder why they don't hear anything. Because you haven't disciplined your mind. So if you've developed your prayer life, 
you can enter right into hearing God in the Spirit because you spend time hearing from God every day. You develop that relationship where it's going to be easier to hear from God when it's time to make a major decision. Okay? You enter right in because you've developed your relationship. You know, you know how relationships are, if you're a husband or if you're a wife. or uh, you, know, you spend time with that person. You spend time... Uh, uh, hearing from them, taking on their heart, reading the scripture, reading what is on God's heart, what's important to him. So you've developed that relationship. And so when it comes time to hear an answer where you need direction from heaven, you're going to get it much quicker because you've developed that relationship. And so if, if you haven't developed that relationship, it's going to take you longer, spend more time in prayer to hear from heaven. Because what we have going on is all the interference. You understand that, you know, you, you have emotions and you have uh, uh, reasoning, you have logic or intellect, okay? These can get in the way of your prayer life. And, and, and in other words, sometimes God will tell you to do something and your emotions will drive you crazy. That, it, you don't want to do it. It scares you to death. Your emotions rise up. Or God will tell you to do something and it's not logical necessarily. It, it, it doesn't line up with, that doesn't seem like the right decision. But that's where you've got to go with what's in your heart. I'm sure, I'm sure we've all made decisions based on emotions and found out they were wrong. And we've made decisions based on reasoning and intellect and found out that wasn't God. If we would have just taken the time to get quiet and focus and, and follow that direction in your heart, way down deep on the inside of you, God is spirit. He speaks to us life by his Holy Spirit. If we would have just taken the time to just get quiet and listen, we would have known. that. Let me give you the other scripture. Uh, Romans uh, chapter 8. I'm going to start reading at verse 14. For as many... As are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Not led by intellect, not led by emotions. We need to be led by the Spirit of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. You know, when God speaks, it, it, it's, it's not going to be condemning. Of course, he'll never tell you to do something that's wrong, that's sinful. It's not going to be condemning. It's not going to be based on fear. He's not going to manipulate you or coerce you. It's going to be direction based on love. Always love because he loves you and wants to guide you and direct you. But here's what I want to emphasize in verse 16. It is the spirit itself that bears witness with our spirit. That's the key. This is how he speaks. He bears witness with our spirit. And in this case, that we're the son or children of God. This is how you know you're born again. So this is the number one way he leads his people is by bearing witness in our hearts. In other words, it's, it's, it's not a, a dream. It's not a vision. It's not a prophecy. It's not even hearing a voice. It's, it's, it's none of that. He bears witness in our hearts. So the reason, you know, we know we're a Christian is because the Holy Spirit bears witness in our hearts. Well, that's also the same way he directs us and he leads and guides all his children. He'll, he'll, you, 
it, it's hard to explain sometimes, but if you have to make a, direct, uh, a decision, which direction should I go, you just feel on the inside, man, this is, this is good, this is right. Or when you start moving in that direction, oh, something doesn't feel right. There's something in here that doesn't feel right. Even though intellectually it, it might make sense, you have to back off. If we'd learn to listen to that, hallelujah, we'd be blessed. We'd do well in life. Praise God. We would be led by the Spirit of God and showing forth ourselves as the sons of God. God speaks. God wants to direct you. Well, sometimes we, we get in prayer and we don't necessarily hear as clearly as we'd like to. I know we've probably all been there. Okay? So what do we do? Well, number one, pray. Make sure you've, you, you've gotten to that place where you are more aware of, of the things of God than all this external junk going on, the way you feel in, in your body and all these things going on. Get to a place of prayer where you can get quiet. You know, Jesus said to enter into the closet. It doesn't mean literally you have to go into a closet. It just means to get to a quiet place, take the time, the effort, and focus on, on hearing God, okay? And once you, once you get focused on hearing God, you're, you're going to hear him speak. You have to understand he will speak to you. Praise God. He desires to, to lead his children. He desires you to follow his voice. We do hear his voice. Hallelujah. He wants to guide you in every area of your life. But we have to just let him speak to us. Be, be led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it's not necessarily the direction you think you should go. So when you start hear, uh, not hearing from God, it, just keep going the direction you're going. If, if you're not hearing something specific in prayer, just keep going the direction that you're going. Well, I want to go this way. Well, if God didn't give you that direction, see, God can't speak to you. If God didn't tell you to make a turn this way or that way, just keep going the direction that you're going. God will get your attention when he wants you to go a different direction. If you're not hearing God in prayer, just keep doing what he told you to do last time, basically. Just keep going where you're going. Praise God. That's some of the best advice I've ever had. Just, just, let, just, just obey God based on the last thing he said. Now, now, understand, you can't be presumptuous and just think, well, just anything I want to do is okay with God. No, you have to have a humble heart that's submitted and stay in a place of, God, I'm, I'm willing to go anywhere and do anything you tell me to do. And if you can keep that attitude all the time, you're going you're gonna to hear from God, and he will give you direction. But if you're being presumptuous, well, I'm just going to do my own thing, and, and well, well, God's not, not obligated to bless your plans, okay? And, and that's what we do. We come up with plans, and then we, we ask God, oh, God bless this. Well, no, we start with God. Unless the Lord build, builds the house, they labor in vain. We start with, God, I need your help. I can't do this. I need your direction. And once we, we start with God, we stay with God and stay humble and submitted and say, God, I need you. God, I need you to give me direction today and every day. Even some of this stuff that we think is, you know, something that, that we can handle. We, we can become confident in certain areas and we think, I got this. I'm an expert at this. 
And so we, 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 <laughs> we usually fall on our face and find out uh, we're not as good as we thought we were. We're not as strong. We're not as smart. We're not, you know, as we thought we were. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you musicians to come back. I want you to simply understand that if you seek God, you will find him. If you ask God for wisdom, it says in James, he will give it to you freely. But we have to, to develop a prayer life. We have to develop our relationship with God. Because there's all these other voices. There's, there's, there's our own voice and thoughts in our head. There's the enemy. There's so many things. And so it takes time. If you're too busy for God, you're just too busy. It, it, you, you've got to spend time with God. Spend time with God every day. Hallelujah. It takes prayer and it takes focus, disciplining your mind to focus on God's word, God speaking to you. And he will always speak that which is in line with the written scripture. There's the, there's the logos, which is the written scripture. Then there's that rhema word where we can get personal direction from God. You know, there, you, won't hear, you won't find a Bible verse that tells you go to this school Marry this person, buy this house, but you need that direction from the Spirit of God. And He will always give it to you, always, if you spend time seeking Him. But you don't want to seek Him just in the emergency. You want to seek Him now or all the time and develop so that when it comes time to make a decision, you can enter right in and your mind is already focused. I can focus right into the things of God. If you've developed that prayer life, it's going to be a whole lot easier. And enter right in, and you can start hearing from God. Praise God. Y'all understand? Y'all got that? Praise God. God wants his people to hear. Amen. <laughs> Praise Jesus. He wants us to hear his voice. I'm going to ask you to stand. We'll close in prayer. God directs his children. We are the children of God. As, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And that's what all of us are called to do. Is, is to hear from God and be his children. Father, we come right now in the wonderful name of Jesus, and we thank you for your Holy Spirit who resides in each and every child of God here. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord God, to develop our prayer life, to set aside the things of the flesh, the things of this world, and to grow in our relationship with you, to develop our spirits, to develop our spiritual man, to hear your voice. Your word says, you speak, Lord Jesus, as the shepherd, and we do hear your voice. Help us, Lord God, to, to discern your voice and know yours from all the other voices in this world. God, we need your direction, your help, your guidance. Hallelujah. We need you, Lord God. And what you tell us to do, we will do. Because you are God. You determine the direction of our life. You are Lord of all. And we submit ourselves to you and say, God, yes, whatever you say, Lord, we will do it. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.